TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Uh, but on Thursdays at this time, Roddy Jones joins us from ESPN and the ACC. We're going to call him Studio Rod. I ain't seen this man in the studio so much this past week. What's up, Studio? What's up, boy? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, you know, no, not as many games, uh, at least for me to do. So you pop in the studio for a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, like right in the studio. It's, hey, man, versatility. <laughs> yeah, versatility. You got to have the versatility. Because I know ACC Network, but he's yeah. doing SEC. He's yeah. doing all kinds of games throughout the year. Hey, Rod, I know last week we didn't we didn't get a chance to catch up with you because I wanted to talk to you about the pro, the direction and how big the bowl win was for Georgia Tech and the direction of a good recruiting class and everything coming back. The I mean, and didn't lose a lot of guys, and you got the most important position, a quarterback over there, Tech. Yeah, I mean, the bowl game, the bowl game is absolutely huge. I, I thought it's a lot of positive momentum for the program. You're playing a Power Five program in UCF that did a great job throughout the season of playing games close. They didn't win as many games they should have, but they were probably better than than their record suggested. So going out and getting that bowl win, you mentioned the quarterback, Hank King was was phenomenal, mostly with his legs. I think Buster Faulkner has been great. They've been able to keep all of that together. So, so look, I give Brent Key a lot of credit. There's been a lot of proof of concept that he is uh, that he's the right guy for the job this season, which is really important in your first year in the tenure. What did you make of the way that the the Georgia and Florida State bowl game played out? Obviously, not what anyone wanted to watch. I think we kind of understand the the dynamics at play with with everything in college football right now, but. I'm sure you watched that with both football eyes and also just sort of big picture eyes, and I'm interested to to hear what you saw that night. Yeah, I I think it's hard to make drastic conclusions of either team. I think there's reason to be concerned about Florida State going forward. You know, if that's the guys that they're rolling in the next year with, especially without a big influx in the transfer portal. I think the bigger takeaway for me is sort of what Cody Smart said: like, is this what we want Bolden to be? And then also, you know, I think a lot of it kind of swung me back towards the, I think we've become too permissive of these opt-outs, to be honest with you. And I understand my first-round pick making the decision to protect an investment in case they get hurt. I understand where we are with the transfer portal. But a lot of the borderline guys didn't play in that game. And I think for Florida State, you know, you left the guy that you've grinded with all year long. You left the guy that, that you sort of helped build this program with. Um, kind of out on an island. You know, you fed them to the wolves with, with no protection, with no armor, with no weapons against the great team in, in the University of Georgia. So I understand the frustration of Florida State. I do think it's a unique situation because we're going to 12 teams. But I also very much feel like, you know, I, I am back to, hey, look, if, if you're not a first-round pick, play in the game. And, and, like, you look over the course of the bowl season, Bo Nix played. 
Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas Jr., two projected first-round picks, right. played. And there's plenty of guys that opted out. But but I think we've become too permissive of like, oh, you know, business decision for this guy who's projected seventh-round pick. No, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> Georgia would have been the first pick that any professional scout would have turned on. So, so I, I've, I've swung back the other way. Hmm. Uh, Rob, what about these these playoff games? Because I mean, I mean, we could talk about community leaving out teams and who should have got in, best four teams, whatever. But both of these games were classics. Take uh, the Rose Bowl one as far as Michigan finding a way to win. I thought it should have been more of a blowout the way Michigan was moving the ball and moving around and beating up Alabama up front. But did it come down to overtime? Yeah, look, uh, this, this Florida State, I think the Florida State conversation goes two ways with this, like exactly what I said. Also, Florida State should have gotten a chance to play in these games. Right. A separate conversation that I think is fair to have is Florida State probably get blitzed in both of the games. <laughs> probably. Which, which, like, doesn't at all justify them leaving Florida State out. But we got two great games. Uh, you, you mentioned the Rose Bowl. Michigan felt like they controlled the game for the vast majority of it until their offense went absolutely dormant in the second half. But when clutch time came, like, Michigan was great. And, and I thought that, that they were two deserving winners of those games. Um, first off, Alabama's inability to, to take a snap or to have a, a consistent snap from their center position absolutely killed them. Killed them in overtime. Killed them in the first drive of the second half where they had all that momentum and then a bad snap forced a punt. Um, so, you know, that being the thing that takes down Alabama, I think was probably something that I didn't have on my bingo card. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a tremendous spectacle for the sport. Uh, and then the way Washington played, other than letting Texas back into that game, because it, I mean, remember, it's double-digit lead with, you know, what, four minutes left in the game. Probably should have never gotten to the point where Texas is throwing the ball into the end zone to win it. Um, nonetheless, it gave us some real drama towards the end. And, and I, think, I think we're in for a, for a pretty classic uh, championship game, too, especially with the contrast of styles. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think the championship game is going to be really good on Monday night. The interesting thing for me, and full disclosure, you may know this, you may not. People listening certainly do. I'm, I'm a Washington alum, and I'm a diehard Washington Huskies fan. Um, but listening to the conversations leading into the Pac-12 championship game when they're double-digit underdogs, and then into the Texas game where the majority of the national media is, is favoring Texas, Vegas did as well. What are people getting wrong about Washington when they're analyzing these matchups? So uh, I think going into the Pac-12 championship game, we were pretty fair in the assessment of where the two teams were. Washington played much more like the team at the beginning of the season than the team that had played the vast majority of November. A lot of that was health. Getting Jalen McMillan back helps. You know, the sickness that went through the team, getting over that certainly helps. Um, But Washington also played a lot better, especially on the defensive front, than they did in that first matchup against Oregon where we came out of it, yes, praising Washington, but also criticizing Dan Lanning's uh, decisions on fourth down. Um, And then you go into the Texas game, and Texas was so good in that Big 12 championship game. I think people kind of got afraid of what Texas can do offensively. I I was actually on the Washington train. I knew you were. I knew you were. Yeah, it's honestly because of you, (laughs) Andy. But but there's something about this Washington team. Like, there's something special about them. And, and to be honest, Texas played a lot different in that championship game than they did the vast majority of the back half of the season. So, so going into this one, Michigan is favored. I'm still on Washington, yeah. man. Just because, you know, I think Washington's offensive line does not get enough credit. That was an excellent Texas front, and they did not give up a sack. Some of that was on the line. Some of that was on the movement of Michael Penix. But you put all of it together, and you get a quarterback that's really hard to sack. They showed you what they can do when they use Michael Penix's legs. 
Michigan's going to try and play bully ball, and I do think they can have some success doing it. But I, I also think Washington, uh, with the weapons that they have on the perimeter, they've got the best offensive line in the country. I, I like Washington for the game. But I think, to answer your question more succinctly, I think Washington is is just playing the best at the right time. Mm-hmm. Who can win this game not doing what they do best? Hmm. I actually think it's Washington. Like, if you force Michigan into a shutout, I'm not sure they can win. Mm-hmm. Washington won a 15-7 to game earlier this year. Like, they have shown that they can win a game in a slugfest. And I do think uh, I do think they're not giving enough credit for how well they're built on the lines of scrimmage. Like, Michigan won the Joe Moore Award in 22 and in 21 for the best offensive line in the country. Washington won it in 2023. Mm-hmm. That offensive line has been the best in the country, again. And, and Michigan is sort of more of a sum-of-the-parts team on the defensive line. Very, very good, some. But, but when you talk about individual talent, it, the advantage goes to Washington. When you talk about group talent at key positions, I think the advantage goes to Washington. So I think Washington, the Dylan Johnson injury is big, and it we'll is. see how bad that is. But, uh, but I think Washington can win it in a way that, that they have not for most of the year. Roddy, I, I mean, I always love talking to you, but boy, what a what an amazing point you just made right there at the end. We appreciate it. Yeah, guys. Hey, anytime I can pump up Washington for you, and you just call me. I will. I'll call you all the time. Appreciate you, Rod. Roddy Jones there, ESPN, ACC Network. He's been everywhere this bowl season. He's- Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.